this hour by Frederick Remington fully cooked ready to eat bacon. Exclusive no refrigeration 10 year extended shelf life bacon. The thickest media center cut bacon in the industry at fullycookedbacon.com. gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So we have documentary producer Ron James joining us, and of course he is credited on the Paracast site as being a TV producer for Paracast Plus, but he hasn't yet really done anything in terms of content there, but we're hoping things will happen eventually. But let's continue here with some good stuff. I want to welcome you back, first of all. This is, I think, the fourth time you've been on the Paracast. We hope to have Chris O'Brien here, but he's running late from a project. And so at the last minute, he ended up not being available. So it's you and me all alone in the Watchtower. I can't imagine a Paracast without Chris, but I'll, I'll try to make it. Well, we'll make you the Chris for this particular case. Now, when we look at your background here and all the things you've done in terms of our paranormal universe. When you were a kid, did you say, I want to be a film producer or a video producer with paranormal content? So, yeah, actually, it was none of those things. Um, I didn't have any idea of directions that I was going to go in. In fact, I thought I was going to do a whole lot of different stuff. When I was a kid, I thought I was going to be a rock star. So I had a long, um, a long journey. And I actually took a long time getting to the video world. I ended up in graphics and graphic arts and ad design and all that kind of thing. And I worked for several companies and then started my own. And I did a, I eventually ended up living in Florida with a screen printing company that was uh, doing pretty well. I used to write for the magazines, and so I was very popular in the industry. And I decided to make an instructional video about screen printing, so I hired this guy to do it, and I wrote it and directed it. And that was about the time of the OJ trial, I'll give you an idea of, of time frame. Oh, um, yes, the OJ had, trial. I had so much fun making the video that I decided that I really wanted to go in that direction. So I actually bought half of what used to be Joe Scarborough's recording studio in Pensacola. The deal that I made with those guys, I was producing an audio book at the time because I was writing fiction. I was actually the publicity chairman for the Horror Writers Association for a short stint. And I put my, I hired this recording studio to, to help me make this audio book. And the guy was having problems with his partner. And I just really, everything fell into place for me to buy half the recording studio, sell my screen printing company, uh, and immediately go into video production. And I had never picked up a camera, didn't know anything about any of it. And within, um, within, within the first day, I'd actually made my first TV commercial. And within the first six months, I'd already started winning awards. And so it just started, it just took off from there. And then, uh, you know, I'd never really wanted to be a part of the mainstream kind of media machine the way it works. So I first tried to sell a couple TV shows to like Discovery Channel and National Geographic. And I learned very quickly that you can't break through those doors, but they're welcome to, they welcome your ideas, which if they like them, they just steal. So after seeing a couple of my show pitches end up on TV, I realized that I wasn't going to win in that game. So I started just creating my own individual media. 
you know, just making my own stuff. And I ended up in Sedona where I'd met somebody that I wanted to work on a project with. And that's when I met Chris O'Brien and Steve Bassett. So both of these guys were very influential. I hadn't yet really forayed into uh, the paranormal. It was it had always been a t- topic of interest for me. You know, I used to read UFO magazine, and I'd see Nick Pope, and I'd see these guys in there, and you know, I never thought I'd be working with them. I used to watch Stanton Friedman on TV, and I'd be like, "Wow, man, there's a sane voice in in this world. Here's a scientist that's willing to say that maybe there's something to this." But I never thought I'd be like hanging out with them. So. It was an interesting turn of events, but I met Steve Bassett and he hired me to produce the X conference. And so that's what led me into the ET field. And then, you know, I met Chris there in Sedona and Chris and I worked together for the whole seven years I was in Sedona. We produced a lot of little films together. We did a lot of work. So that's how it all started. You know, I've won some of the EBE awards and my channel, my TV show, Bigger Questions. I, I put it out on YouTube for free and it's it's getting a lot of views. It's one of the most popular shows of its kind, um, a special interest set-based talk show that's out there on YouTube. And I just, you know, I just keep doing it. I believe in the, uh, that the two most important questions facing humanity is the issue of life after death and the ET question. And I think that humanity is on a collision course with a bad destiny and if we do not have some kind of paradigm shifting event then you know things aren't going to end well and so i really think those are the only two things that are going to wake up enough people simultaneously that maybe we can take a deep breath and put on the brakes of our own course towards calamity you know when i look at the situation right now forget whether you're democrat republican you live in another country i just see stupid I see lots of people doing stupid things and not sitting back and trying to figure out real solutions. And it's making a mess of everything. Like I said, it doesn't matter what your political party is. You can't think that we found any answers to anything. Well, I think it's because, you know, we we lack any kind of unifying force on the planet. There is nothing happening right now that is of any significant um, scope that is aimed at unifying humanity. You know, we can say that we can sit in a yoga class in L.A. and talk about how advanced we are and how spiritually evolving the planet is. But, you know, we have ISIS. So the idea that there's no real global leadership, there's no real philosophical uh, um, motivation for human beings to clean up the, the world around them and uh, clean up the world inside of them. And a lot of people, I think, you know, are, are lost in the walking dead syndrome. They are literally resigned to the fact that we're just waiting around for the bad stuff to hit the fan. Well, then it might so be too like, late. Um, so is it possible here that the reason people see UFOs or have other paranormal experiences is not so much that there is a physical phenomenon there, but it serves as a message or a guidepost for us? Well, you know, Gene, I think that the nature of reality is so fluid and so just really hard to comprehend that there's a very, very thin line between what's real and what's not. And so even if if there's even a line there at all. So to take these experiences and and these phenomenon and try to box them into something that fits with our own ability to perceive what's around us, I don't think that's effective any longer. You know, we have guys out there right now telling these wild stories and then we have all the people out there that are saying oh that's that's impossible you're just a hoaxer and i look at these things and i'm like okay you know if uh if you 
are five years old and you end up being age forwarded to Mars and you spend 15 years doing something and then you get put back in your body uh, right back where you were five years when you were five years old and you wake up. You know, some people might call that a dream. Yeah, but so, also call yourself John Carter because that's kind of the way Edgar Rice Burroughs wrote that character, that he falls asleep in a cave and he ends up on Mars. So my point is, you know, we talk about, you know, dreams being alternate realities. There's probably a lot of alternate realities out there. And if you have enough of your own personal mind power, you can create your own. So I think that instead of spending a lot of time trying to attack people's minutia, we need to realize that there's just a lot of stuff going on that we can't explain. And so it's really easy to go, okay, well, I don't believe in chemtrails or contrails, or I don't believe in in abductions. It's my labs. Um, the fact of the matter is this stuff's happening. And my personal belief is coming to the point where I think that the laws of reality within this matrix that we're living in, taking it for granted that we are living in some sort of a simulation, are so flexible that anything can happen, anything can be true, and things can be true and false at the same time, just like uh, just like um, just like quantum computing. So it's really hard to box stuff in at this point. All we can do at this point is just sit and wonder at all of it and try to make sense of it all and do the best we can as people to to try and be a part of a human evolution that succeeds. I think we're we're in a simulation. We're, we're here to learn a lesson or evolve as spiritual beings. And since we're walking around in a human body, why not play the game as good as we can? And so that's kind of where I've been coming from lately after a huge journey. We're going into the journey of Ron James, but then we're going to talk about his association with MUFON and answer some of your questions. In any case, we also want to invite you to listen to our other radio show after the Paracast, available exclusively if you have the Paracast Plus at plus.theparacast.com. Chris O'Brien's on special assignment. We're talking to documentary producer Ron James. You're in the Paracast. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items. And entails t-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of t-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. If you go to store.theparacast.com, stop by and take a shopping tour. For P150, P150 GA, P150 NY, P150 OK, P150 TN, C250 A, C250 E, C250 Q. Not available in all states. If New York or Colorado, call for a similar offer. What's the scariest thing about going to the dentist? Opening your mouth or opening your wallet? Because just a simple cleaning can cost $100, and things like root canals can cost you hundreds more. If you don't have dental insurance to help, call Physicians Mutual Insurance Company, 1-800-656-9775. 
This isn't a discount plan or preventive-only coverage. This is real dental insurance that helps pay for checkups right away. So you can call today and get your teeth cleaned tomorrow. Plus, it helps cover the more expensive procedures you might need down the road. Fillings, crowns, bridges, even costly dentures. There's no deductible and no annual maximum. Your acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies, even if you're retired. There are no networks, so you can choose any dentist you'd like. Call now for a free information kit with all the details. 1-800-656-9775. That's 1-800-656-9775. 1-800-656-9775. Lifetime Gray's 100% grass-fed beef has the health benefits you seek. When compared to conventional beef, it offers good fats while virtually eliminating the bad. That's the result of cattle who never eat grain, ever. Rich in antioxidants, including vitamin E, C, beta-carotene, and CLA. No artificial hormones, antibiotics, or other drugs. For all our fresh, non-cooked products with only 100% grass-fed beef, go to MidasResources.com. Use voucher code GCN to get 30% off your order. MidasResources.com or find us on Facebook. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Are you looking to become more self-sufficient? Then you need to have your own energy source. The Solark EMP Hardened Generator is automatic, maintenance-free, and reduces your monthly electric bill. You can also take it off-grid when you go camping. Contact PortableSolarLLC.com or call for details at 972-575-8875 today. Portable Solar LLC gives you everything you need to start using solar energy in less than one hour. Solark EMP Hardened Solar Generator Energy Insurance. For your family or business, call Portable Solar LLC today. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Ron James, number four attempt to join us in the Paracast. We're going through his background, his beliefs and everything before we get into a lot of the specific stuff. But do you think, therefore, that this is the Matrix universe and that we're in cocoons or something right now? That you and I are sitting in a cocoon, we're generating a collective or individual reality, and if we know that, maybe we can change it? Well, I think the idea of sitting in a cocoon is still basically assuming that there's a physical form. If, if you're an energetic being able to take the energy and create a physical reality around you, there is no real physical reality. And that that's, makes a lot more sense, especially according to, to physics and what people on the cutting edge of physics are starting to look at than that we're in a cocoon somewhere 
that's a physical place and we're just dreaming this reality. You know, I do a lot of stuff with Nassim Harami and I just helped him screen his new film in Sedona and I actually had a chance to sit down and talk to him. He's got a fascinating new theory and a lot of people say, you know, Nassim's stuff is fringe science. It's not peer reviewed. It's too metaphysical, but he has actually sent his latest theory in for peer review and gotten very positive results. And the basic layman's version of what he's saying is that you know, they're always saying that consciousness exists in the brain. Neuroscience says that when the brain dies, consciousness dies. But Nassim is saying that looking for consciousness, memories, and individual inside the brain is like opening up a radio looking for the guitar player. It's not there. And he's saying that with all the brain research that's been going on, they still can't really find where we store memories, which is, you know, arguably the largest data set that would be part of the human brain function. And so what he's proposing is that everything exists in the energetic ether. Reality, we all know, physical reality is formed by vibrating energy. It's, it's really not here. The illusion of a table, it's not really a table. It's, it's energy that's pretty well accepted throughout science. So we already know that the illusion of physical reality is truly an illusion. And so what he's saying is that that energetic matrix that makes up the sum of all consciousness is also where our consciousness is housed. It is not in our brain in a physical form. It is part of that energy. And that each human being, in order to come into this simulation, is tuned to a certain frequency that experiences that consciousness. So our individuality is really a frequency inside of the energetic hologram. So when you start thinking about that, if he's right, it proves life after death scientifically. It proves that the existence of the consciousness transcends the death of the physical body. And it plays into what we're starting to realize about our, our reality. And more and more scientists are piling onto the idea that, hey, you know, we this very, very well could be a simulation. There's a lot of experiments going on that are really starting to look at this. There's even one over in France, I believe, where they're trying to figure out the pixel count of the illusion. In other words, how high res is this? And with quantum computing, you know, uh, David Deutsch is, a, is an author who says that, yeah, once we develop quantum computing, we're going to be able to create convincing artificial worlds. And by using the calculations inside the Turing principle that says that you know things will exponentially grow and that if something is possible, it's probably already happened somewhere. Almost yeah, brings I, us to the world now of VR and AR. Oh, yeah. Things that we're experimenting with, with existing computer systems. In fact, Apple has made a big investment in that, in its future operating systems, where suddenly hundreds of millions of people will take advantage of this. But that's still many steps removed from what you're talking about. But it's the concept is there. That we exist oh, in this totally faux better. reality, and now we'll have a faux reality that's no different from our real reality. We see it on TV all the time. A long time ago, called the 13th Floor, that really explored that. It was way ahead of its time. And there's another example. Recently on the Sci-Fi Channel, there's a show called Dark Matter. And Dark Matter mm -hmm. has nothing to do with the Don Ecker show that recently ended its run, or the version that Art Bell had. It's where they have this computer where someone died, and they uploaded their consciousness digitally to the computer. So if you enter this particular realm, you can actually have physical interactions with that person. Mm -hmm. It's not that far-fetched. There's been a lot of, uh, a lot of, speculation about that philip k dick wrote about it there's been movies um you know the whole idea that we could transfer consciousness into artificial intelligence 
I mean, into an artificial um, intelligence scenario is is possible, I think. We're not going to see it in our lifetimes, but it just goes to show that the fabric of reality and the walls of the illusion and the rules of the illusion are, are very flexible. Speaking of Philip K. Dick, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie and the rather bad remake, Total Recall, it was kind of like that where you go in there into this place and you live in a simulation of a vacation and then suddenly for Arnold Schwarzenegger, it becomes something real and maybe you're never 100% sure at the end of the movie what was real. Exactly. I mean, that was a that was a really good example of that. And and it's also a good example of, you know, what is reality. And so I just think for, for all of that, I'm just sitting back and watching because as it unfolds, I often joke around with people. It's like we're we come into this physical realm. We purposely make ourselves deaf, dumb and blind. And I think that one of the greatest achievements we can do while we're here is figure out our way back out. Oh, I would sure like to get out of this particular situation, but we don't want to get into that. I want to bore our listeners to death. (laughs) Okay, but you still, of course, as a documentary filmmaker, you have to deal with physical equipment and everything else. For those who listen to our other show, The Tech Night Out Live, what kind of equipment do you use? What kind of editing systems do you use? Well, you know, I'm I'm blessed among my peers because you know a lot of people that dabble in my field don't uh, don't make enough money to sustain anything significant. But um, I just got four brand new Panasonic UX 180 uh, 4K camcorders. They're just absolutely stunning. I've got a brand new TriCaster Mini that you know it's a it's a live switching live streaming machine so we're doing a lot of live streaming in fact i'd like to talk about that in a bit and i have this really incredible you were talking about virtual reality i just picked up this camera called the aura o-r-a-h it's the world's first vr camera that is capable of live stitching the four views together and live streaming virtual reality so in other words, I can set it in my living room and you can put a headset on wherever you are in the world and you can see what I see. You can look up and see my ceiling. You can look down and see my carpet and you can look out my ocean, out my window and see the ocean. It's just it's just an incredible piece of technology. And then I've got a, a studio that I shoot in. I've managed to get a, a really nice warehouse and I've got my own spaceship set where we shoot MUFON TV and some other things. Kendrick Lamar, the big... Uh, um, performance artist shot his video in my spaceship in fact if you google george clinton kendrick lamar spaceship you'll see my spaceship set in the video and then you know i've been lucky enough to do a lot of mainstream stuff in addition to the stuff that i do in the paranormal field so i do a tv show with a guy named damon dash uh he's an african-american that founded rockefeller records with jay-z and we do this whole shtick where we kind of sit and compare notes on current events from our two vastly different perspectives. Let's do our break here, sir. And we have more to come with Ron James. And he's talking about his background as a film producer. And you can, you know, if you have the money and the credit card has enough margin, you know, maybe he'll get one of those red 8K cameras next. You know what they cost? You're in the Paracast. listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. 
It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original and most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Cancer categorizes over 100 diseases. Though we do not diagnose, treat, or cure cancer, GCN team is offering the Clemson University study where there was up to a 95% reduction in cancerous cells when exposed to a plant-derived mineral supplement. If you or a loved one are searching for answers to this horrifying disease, come to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. We'll email you a copy for free. That's 877-878-4203. Identity theft is going to ruin your life if you're not prepared. Hi everyone, this is Paul with Liberty ID. Hey, millions of Americans fall victim every year. Odds are your identity has already been compromised and alerts aren't going to save you. The solution is restoration and the only company that provides a money-back guarantee is Liberty ID. Go to Liberty ID and use the promo code FREETRIAL for 60 days free. That's LibertyID.com, promo code FREETRIAL for 60 days free. Cancel at any time. Liberty ID is the industry leader in identity theft restoration with a 100% success rate in restoring our subscribers' identities no matter how they're stolen. Liberty ID fixes the fallout for you. Liberty ID does the work, but you have to be prepared. Go to LibertyID.com, promo code free trial. LibertyID.com, LibertyID.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented MyPillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-765-9681 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-765-9681. Again, that's 800-765-9681. 
Ron James joins us, Chris O'Brien on special assignment, a reminder about that second radio show. And by the way, Ron kind of helped us there, where we made a deal with the network, GCN, to allow us to have a commercial-free version of the show and to post it in our premium area for Paracast Plus. And Ron helped us negotiate that, so I want to thank him publicly because it certainly has helped quite a bit, and it's given our listeners something special to listen to. So it's the Paracast Plus at plus.theparacast.com. That's P-L-U-S dot theparacast.com. So Ron was telling us about his equipment, his 4K cameras, his VR camera, but you're not ready for the 8K, the red camera for $50,000 yet. Well, you know, if I want one of those in Hollywood, they're easy to come on. But I'm not a filmmaker as much as, you know, I'm not going out making feature films like single camera sci-fi movies that you're going to see in the theater. I'm more of a talk show, documentary, set-based stuff that uses the three or four camera live live setup and switching. And so I don't need a camera like that. But, you know, again, in L.A., we have a a website called ShareGrid. And if you need a red, you just hop on ShareGrid and you you can have it for 400 bucks a day with an operator. So, you know, that stuff's out there. It's easy to get. There's nothing that we can't offer our clients as far as what they want. I do a lot of, of video production for companies. I do a lot of video production for TV shows. I do stuff that ends up on direct TV. So, you know, that's kind of how I pay the bills um, besides doing my own things. So anything that's out there, we can get. What about in terms of editing? What kind of equipment do you work with? So I have the new Mac Pros. I've got two of them. And then I've got um, two flat screen iMacs. And then I've got two of the older Mac Pro Silver Towers. So I've got six edit suites altogether. Um, And I was on Final Cut, but Apple committed suicide, in my opinion, with that. They definitely made the mistake of moving to Final Cut 10, which is incompatible with anything. So I jumped over to Premiere. And so I'm a big fan of the Adobe suite, and it's pretty much what I use. Sometimes people will ask for Avid or some other format. And if necessary, I've, you know, I'm know enough about that stuff to be able to get the job done. You do know, of course, with Final Cut Pro 10, they have made huge numbers of changes over the years to try to restore the silly stuff they pulled out. Yeah, but it's too little too late. You know, when I realized that I couldn't work in Final Cut 7 anymore because the new codecs just weren't, the software just couldn't handle it. So when everything went to AVC HD, which is an acquisition format that Panasonic likes, and I'm running Panasonic cameras, uh, it just wasn't working in Final Cut. And when I jumped into Final Cut 10, I was like, yeah, I don't want to have to learn this stuff again. So I downloaded a, sample, a, a trial version of Premiere, and it took me less than a day to move from Final Cut 7 to Premiere because they were so similar. And honestly, when you're doing what you do, you don't have time to, to abandon ship and learn a new software program. I needed to get the job done, so I just switched. And if Apple's trying to make up for it, that's fine, but they missed the boat. Well, look, they're still selling your computers. Right now, they're selling Final Cut Pro 10 for $300. So I doubt that they're really making that much money. Are you going to consider, by the way, getting back to technology and then we'll leave it? This new iMac Pro, a $5,000 computer workstation with a standard 5K slim iMac. 
Yeah, I haven't looked into the tech specs on it. You know, Apple walks a very, very interesting line. They're uncanny at being able to divide price points with features and keep everything, you know, like the most expensive one in the in the at the level right below, no matter what the model is just a little bit less than the, the one in the next tier. And so I haven't looked into that. Um I'm a two or three monitor person, so uh, the all-in-one computers don't really do that much for me anyway because uh, I need to be able to have a lot of real estate on my screen. Let me tell you now, iMac Pro will be able to run two external 5K displays in addition to the internal one. What do you think the uh, benefit of the iMac is compared to the – like I've got, I've got two of the Mac Pro trash cans. A lot of people think that they're overpriced, and maybe they are, but they've been – really, really good. Um, so I'm not ready to buy new tech. I just bought a new uh, iMac Pro or just a new Mac Pro for the studio. So I just bought another one. Um, but I'll keep my eye on it. It's coming out in December and there's going to be a brand new Mac Pro form factor. Not the trash can, but something that you could really go back to the original cheese grater style where you can you, upgrade. Have you seen what it looks like? Uh, no one's seen it. what it looks like. Now, you know, the iMac Pro is just a, a dark gray iMac with mm-hmm. the same guts as any professional workstation, Xeon processors, high-end graphics, ECC memory, that kind of thing. So that's what that is with a new cooling system to handle it. But otherwise, other than the color from the outside, it looks just like the 5K iMac today. The new Mac Pro Apple's coming out with in 2018 with a new line of displays and I'm saying dives to donuts. Apple already has 5K displays down pat. Nobody can match Apple with 5K displays in terms of what they can do with it. I think Apple is going to come out with probably an 8K display or maybe a 10K display. So you can, you know, you got the menu bars and everything if you're doing Final Cut. But that's the logic behind 5K. You edit 4K movies with enough room for the other stuff. So they would have a 10K display. And I would see that if they want to get the professional workstation market, if the industry is moving towards 8K, obviously feature films, not TV documentaries. That's my prediction. And it doesn't mean anything because Apple already knows what it's going to do. And they didn't ask me, but I was pretty good about predicting a few things from Apple. So let's leave it there. All right, let's get back to the practical point of view here, which is our power, normal universe. And the main topic which people are waiting for is the fact that among the people you've dealt with, it's MUFON. How did that come about? No, it's interesting how that started. I was the MC of Paula Harris's Star Wars conference um, last year, or the year before. Um, can't even remember now. But I was backstage with Jan Harzine, who I had just met, and Jaime Masson. And Jaime walked up to Jan and said, you know, Jan, you really should set up some sort of a MUFON television channel and put your stuff behind a paywall, and, and, and that's how it should work. And I looked at Jan, and I looked at Jaime, and I said, well, you guys, you know that's exactly what my company does. And so six months later, we negotiated a contract with MUFON to joint venture MUFON television, which is basically – we're independent of MUFON, but we do have their content, and we do a lot of the things that we think are going to move – the brand, and also the cause in whole new directions. Okay, tell us more specifically. So you go online on YouTube for this or, or what? No, you can get a lot of MUFON material on YouTube for free, but MUFON is, it's MUFONtelevision.com, and it's a subscription site. You get it free with uh, your enhanced MUFON membership. You also can subscribe to it 
individually for four ninety nine a month, and it's just a lot of commercial free content. So you don't have to sit through the stuff on on YouTube. We curate a lot of things, and we also you know create original stuff. We're getting ready to do a live show every two weeks. We're live streaming the Mufon twenty seventeen symposium, uh, so that members of Mufon Television can watch that unfold, which I'm sure is going to be pretty interesting. We're setting up the platform to really take the strength of the MUFON organization. Love it or hate it, it's still the largest organization of its type dedicated to the scientific understanding of the ET phenomenon in the free world. And there's power in that. And taking that organization and its reach and its ability to to hold members together and reach out for more, we're going to start flexing some of those muscles into some other avenues of trying to get to the truth. Now, you talk about the truth, and of course, MUFON had this deal for this TV show, Hangar One. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, truth and Hangar One seem to be in different dimensions. Anytime you're dealing with television, you just have to accept the fact that these guys operate by a different set of parameters than a lot of other people do. Television has to meet dramatic standards. It has to meet ratings. The truth is, and a TV show are very rarely in unison. And that's why I'm not making TV shows. I'm making my own stuff because I don't have those pressures. So all Buffon did where Hangar One was concerned is give them some of their files, license the name, and and get a, a royalty off the shows. And then the television dramatic machine takes its 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 thing and does what it does. The, the fact of the matter is you have to look at whether or not you're getting a net gain. I got to break it here and we'll go on more with Ron James. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite Graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features, and most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that. www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere. 
hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Heart disease is on the rise. Clogged arteries, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol levels may not be fully detected by you, but the symptoms are there. Loss of energy, blood sugar spikes and drops, poor circulation, and irregular heartbeat are just a few of these that can alert you that something is wrong. Hear how heart and body extract is making a difference in thousands of people's lives across America. My blood pressure has normalized. My diabetes has totally improved. Everyone is telling me now how much healthier I look, and I'm telling everyone how much healthy I feel. I recommend heart and body extract to everyone. Anybody over 40 in the North American continent should be using this product as a preventative to keep their cardiovascular system healthy. Order your two-month supply today by calling 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. Or order online, hbextract.com. Heart and body extract, 866-295-5305. Or hbextract.com. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Hi, it's Grant Cameron from PresidentialUFO.com. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So, Ron James is telling us about the Hangar One show. This is History Channel, right? Yeah, I think it was History Channel. Okay, so the key here is that when it comes to this particular show, MUFON licenses their content to them but it wasn't even that the show was produced by an outside production company obviously and the whole idea that these is this is from the mufon files and that there's this secret hangar out in the desert populated by hot babes in skirts with transparent screens walking around i mean obviously that's not really the case there's a lot of dramatic license in the show what the arrangement was was basically let us look at your files let us get stuff out of there that that makes good stories and let us let us build the mystique around the the thing and certainly nobody disputes that there is you know no real hangar one it's all it's all just tv drama but the fact of the matter is nobody should be getting upset about that it's it's how it's done it made the show more exciting because if you went to the mufon office and said this is mufon hq it'd be like um okay <laughs> trust me hangar one looked a lot cooler 
Okay, so MUFON doesn't worry about dramatic license. In, no, that's not what I'm saying. And, and also, I, sh- I should preface this officially. I am not affiliated with the MUFON management, and I do not have a position to speak for MUFON. I'm just telling you from the standpoint of being closely tied with them as a, as a partner in, in MUFON television that you know I know a certain amount of things that, that I can speak about. But I am not an official voice of MUFON. But what I can say about that is, yeah, anytime there's television – very rarely you're going to find somebody that let, let television come in and take their story that, that is happy with how it turned out. And again, you got to look at the net gain. MUFON had no editorial abilities on any of this. Um, so, you know, it's not like they, they approved the scripts and allowed the shows to go through and all of that kind of thing. They licensed the name, they gave the stories over, and then the dramatists that made the television show cool and good and something that would please the History Channel executives for ratings took over and went from there. So they knew going in, this is going to happen. What comes out is going to be a bit or far removed from the actual truth. It's just going to be a docudrama. Well, let's think about that for a second. Do you have anything specific that you can say that varies wildly from the MUFON case files? Because there's one about documents that technically didn't exist. The reports are certainly heavily exaggerated and like that. They're taking dramatic license with real things. And you can decide the benefit of that. I mean, when we have a docudrama, for example, you know that you have a core reality to it and it's dramatized. Or you might compress characters. You gotta fill forty-three minutes, so you have something where you gotta have three acts, a three act play or something. And you're taking the basic facts, but you might compress episodes, you might have instead of real people composites. There are all sorts of things that can be altered. Well, which non-existent documents are we talking about? I would have to look up the exact thing because I didn't specifically do it. But there are specific documents that were mentioned that have nothing to do with reality. And it's that kind of thing which is difficult. And if you want me to get you the specifics, I'll be happy to do it. We certainly can't speak to ambiguity, so that that wouldn't be anything that, that I would be able to comment on. All I can say is that I totally enjoyed Hangar 1. I thought it was a cool show. I thought they tried to bring a flair to it that a lot of these other UFO shows haven't had. And honestly, if you can show me one ET-based show that's on television that hasn't inflated things for the sake of drama, I, you know, I'd be hard-pressed to, to disagree with you. So... I can't speak to individual instances of exaggerated truth in the Hangar One show, but I think that the net value of getting that information out there and enticing people to look into it outweighs anything that, that might have been done for dramatic flair. I mean, let's face it. If we can get one person, nobody takes what they watch on television and goes, oh, I'm an expert in the ET field. All we can hope for from the mainstream television shows is this that we get some people that watch this that go, wow, there might be something to this. And then they hop on the computer and they start doing their own research and they find out for themselves and they make their own decisions. That is the net value of these kind of programs. By the way, let me give you an example. Chris O'Brien has a long post, speaking of Chris, on Hangar One. He and Kurt Collins posted reviews of it. And they mentioned they have a document on there which is kind of sort of adapted from the alleged MJ-12 documents. It's number one. <laughs> when you say it's adapted from the MJ-12 documents, what does that mean? It means they, just, it- they took text 
sentences from MJ-12 to craft okay. a fake memo on the show. The second thing is, let's go on here. The second thing here, mentioning John Ventra, who is a rather controversial MUFON State director, and he's one of the <laughs> stars anymore. of Hangar 1. And okay, he mentions well, the, the missing Malaysia Airlines Flight 370 was abducted by extraterrestrials. That's nonsense. Okay, you know, Gene, MUFON receives a lot of reports. This show is about reports that come to MUFON. If somebody hits MUFON with a theory about what happened to a flight or a theory about anything, 90% of the reports that come into MUFON are debunked immediately. So if somebody wants to grab a report and say something like that, fine. I'm, I find it hard to believe. I'd have to look and see it for myself, but I find it hard to believe that John Ventry went on television and said that he believed and MUFON believed that the flight was abducted by aliens. He might have said somebody said that, or that is a theory, or that is a speculation, but I, I can hardly believe that that was allowed to be put on as an official stance of the organization. Well, from what we're looking at here, yes, there are several stories posted online that that's well, we can, what he believes. That. No, that's what he's saying, and that's what he believes. And the argument here I'm making about this is it's one thing to compress details, to fit 43 minutes. It's another thing to take something with all the really good sightings available, lots of good sightings available, and take one and come out with an outlandish theory. Because I'm looking at the link right now. And that is definitely what this guy believes. Okay. Well, you know, Gene, let's face it. We are in a field that at this point in time is nothing but outlandish theories. So everybody that has a viewpoint, everybody that has an opinion is largely expressing something that has no foundation in solid judicial style proof. So if you want to go, oh, this guy said this or this guy said that and start attacking entire organizations because they voiced their opinion or they made a statement in a show that they believe something that can't be proven, well, Everybody in this field believes something that can't be proven. So- okay, but here's the point, and so we can get past it. All right, you have a TV show here, and this show is representing MUFON, even if it's taking events, supposedly real events, and dramatizing them. They have something here that's representing MUFON. And I would think then, if you want to represent the best that the organization delivers, you... Obviously, in the end of the day, the producers are going to do what the heck they want because that's what they're allowed to do. But you try to move them into emphasizing the most credible cases, the best arguments you can muster for UFO reality. And that goes back to the days of Major Donald Kehoe. When Donald Kehoe wrote his books and presented stuff for NICAP, whatever you think of what he did, and I think he made a lot of mistakes, and I knew him very slightly, He tried to represent the best of the field. This is the best that we can come up with. All these sightings, decades, MUFON has been around since 1969. We have this TV show. Hopefully you push upon them. This is the best evidence we have. Now they can say, no, we're going to take a wild story because that wild story looks good on TV. And very likely that's what they can do. But you have one of the stars there being a member of MUFON's inner circle, a former state director until certain things happened. And you think at least he, because he's voiced this theory independently, would try to be a little more circumspect on that TV show. This is just a point. You can disagree with it. I just think you're presenting a public image here. P. 
people regard, a lot of people regard UFOs as wacky subject. It's entertainment. Don't take it seriously. Certainly the mainstream media, for the most part, will say UFOs, that's just the story they run when it's a light news day. They don't have to worry about Russia and Donald Trump and everything else. That day, we don't have anything. Oh, we've got this interesting UFO sighting. A thousand people reported a strange light in the sky or somebody reported something in their backyard that attempted to land. That kind of thing. That's when UFOs get to play. Or, of course, when Hillary Clinton was interviewed on the subject and referred to them as UAP, the more technical term for UFOs. And that, of course, you know, seemed to have credibility. Here's a presidential candidate who wants to do a real investigation of UFOs. So I think it's a matter not on the limitations of documentary TV shows, but on putting your best foot forward. We've got more with Ron James. Intense debate. No, not really. He's a cool guy. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. This is Dan Pillett. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. If there's a toxic chemical biological gas smoke emergency while traveling at home or on your job, are you protected? Are you prepared? There are over 400,000 fires in the USA every year. Up to 85% of all deaths in a fire are due to smoke inhalation. Three minutes without air and we as humans will die. Be prepared and escape safely with our Safe Escape Smoke Hoods, giving you up to 60 minutes of breathable air protection. Order yours online at ase-safety.com. That's ase-safety.com. And get up to 40% off plus free shipping. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So disagree with me, Ron James, if you want, but don't you think maybe with this TV show, and I know it's only on for two years, I don't know if this is going to be a third year, 
that you have, what, 10 or 13 episodes a year. You want to put your best foot forward, don't you? Well, you do, but you also, please understand that an organization like this had not done anything like that before. So it was new ground. It was groundbreaking. It was a fantastic opportunity. I'm not going to say yay or nay that I agree or disagree that mistakes were made because really that we could debate that forever. But the fact of the matter is that any organization finding its way and trying new things is going to do things that can become controversial. It's not a reason to trash the organization and it's not a reason to trash the people behind it. Anybody that thinks that MUFON is this big giant organization with a ton of staff and infrastructure and, and they're capable of doing all this stuff has, has the wrong picture. It's a small core group of very dedicated people who are overworked. The very few that actually get paid get paid very little. There is no team to oversee and approve scripts. There is no big thing to say, oh, we have to make sure that every little thing that gets out there is going to be absolutely perfect. It's just not that big a group. And so you have a lot of people doing the best they can. In the case of John Ventre going on the show and putting his face in it, he was in the right place to be able to make that possible. And you know, he certainly maximized his appearances on the show to boost his own presence in the field. You're dealing with, uh, you know, an ability to not have total control. And you're also dealing with a situation where it's just people and everybody has their own agenda and everybody has their own thing that they want to move forward. Is it perfect? No. Is it something that's worthy of attack? No. I would have much preferred to take the last 15 minutes and, and focus on the people that are really causing harm to every human being on the planet by not telling us the truth. Because every time we have an infight, like what's going on with MUFON right now, we are letting the people that are pulling the puppet strings turn us into a bunch of street brawlers when really we should all be getting together no matter what our differences and focusing on going after those guys who have been lying to us for as long as they've been lying to us. They're the real enemy. MUFON is not an enemy. MUFON is not an organization that needs to be attacked. They're doing some of the best work out there and they've been doing it for a very long time. Let's get together and quit attacking each other and turn our faces towards the people and the organizations that really deserve the attack. Okay, let me ask you a question here. MUFON started out in 1969 as the Midwest UFO Network, kind of a splinter group from APRO, and I won't get into the mechanics or background of that. 1969, it's now 2017 as we do this show. What, as a practical matter, has MUFON accomplished that we already didn't know about UFOs in 1969? Every day, sightings happen all over the world. Nobody has a more extensive network of field investigators and an organized scientific platform to study and investigate these occurrences. They deploy people on a daily basis to go do the interviews, gather the evidence, take the pictures, publish the reports. There's nobody else doing anything like that. Every single day, MUFON is making a bigger contribution to this field than anyone. To even ask that question, Gene seems to me to be just a little bit naive. Nobody else is doing this. Okay, There's but a lot wait, of wait, wait. Well, individual to, researchers to... are doing investigations, not big organizations. There aren't that many. But what you're not answering every... is they're collecting lots of sightings over the years. What do we know today significantly that we didn't know in 1969? What do we know? After all this work they've done, decades and decades of research, what do we know today of a significant nature we didn't know then? 
Well, I think the mounting evidence creates more knowledge. Okay, the fact of the matter is that just like Project Blue Book, for dozens and hundreds of sightings, it's not those. It's the ones you can't explain that matter the most. We have documented for posterity the existence of this phenomenon and the existence of many unexplainable things. And so we know now what we didn't know then in that we know that we have a greater body of evidence suggesting and even proving that this is a real phenomenon than we did back then. And so maybe in 1969, there were 10 cases and now there's 10,000. Well, but you I'm know, it was a lot more than 10 cases in 1969. Well, I'm just making those sure. numbers up. I'm just making a point. No, okay, so the point is here, they haven't taught us anything new about the phenomenon, only that we've got more evidence. We've got more of the same things. We have more sightings. So if we had 10 sightings then or 10,000, now we have 100,000. So we've got more of the same things. They've been documented. They've been documented in a scientifically validatable manner. Some of them have been proven. Some of them have been debunked. Some of them have just been left open. But the fact of the matter is nobody else is doing that. You can say, well, there's these individual people out there. Great. They're doing a study. They go, they go and investigate a case. Fine. We're investigating literally every case that comes in. Absent a MUFON, then all of this stuff is going to be happening all over the world, and there's going to be nobody left to correlate it all and to store this information and to have it available to anybody. Okay, but they still have no results. They basically have no results. And the reason I say that is, okay, we'd have 10 UFO signs, we have a thousand, we can have a million, sir. We can have a million, okay? All we know is something weird's going on, and sometimes it shows craft that's metallic and capable of incredible maneuvers. Something really weird's going on. Well, we know you're that. you're suggesting that MUFON's approach is ineffective because they haven't produced a smoking gun, flying saucer, and a I'm hanger I'm saying somewhere. that we should always look at our approach, and we should always question our approach. And one of the arguments that I've made, and I'm not condemning the organization. I have a press membership, and I try to get along with them. And I have a certainly, a, I think, a friendly relationship with Jan Harzan. I don't know him well. He's been on the show and I like the guy, but I have concerns here because I'm wondering here if there are things we can do to make it better. Not assume the method works, but say, okay, they're doing all this stuff. One of the big arguments I've made and a lot of us have made here in the Paracast is they should focus more on the eyewitness, not just the object as a separate thing. And the questionnaires and the approach of the investigators doesn't allow for that. Sure you should see. We, we question eyewitnesses all the time. Yes, you do. Torture. But the questions do not focus on family history, previous experiences. What about, for example, a documented connection, which our friend Red Pill Junkie has mentioned, with near-death experiences and UFO abductions? I've actually been doing a lot of work. Okay, in, you see my point. Together. So you see my point. My point is here is that MUFON is focusing more on the event. That's how they started. But they are expanding. That is why I really wish that instead of sitting here trying to point out everything that's wrong with MUFON, let's talk about where they're going and some of the exciting new things that are happening. Sorry, I think here if we have a broken tool, we should find a way to fix the tool to get some more progress because I don't see the progress. I'm looking at what MUFON was saying in 1969 because I got the newsletter then. I've been around here long enough. And I'm looking at what they do now and the newsletter is fancier. It's got an online version. It's digital. But I'm reading the same stuff. You change the dates. You change the names. It's the same stuff. It hasn't changed at all. And I haven't seen any results that show a significant change. The bureaucracy takes a long time to shift. The fact of the matter is MUFON has a strength 
that no other organization has. And as it changes and evolves, and it is and it will, that strength is really its ultimate source of the ability to expand. You don't trash an organization, you repair it. Okay, okay, but that's the point we're making, that we have now 48 years of MUFON, 48 years. And this has got to be a pretty big bureaucracy if after 48 years, we still have questionnaires that focus primarily on the event as opposed to the eyewitness. Do they have background seeing paranormal events? What about the family history? We've got a whole new body of research that's looking into the human aspect of this. There's the abduction phenomenon. There's the whole life after death connection to all of the paranormal stuff. And the people from Free were all on the same team in looking at the ways that this stuff fuses. The, the Dr. Edgar Mitchell Foundation, I've worked closely with their team. There's a lot of research going on behind the scenes and a lot of alliances that are going to help us pin this stuff together. Are we making a lot of noise about it? No, because we're putting it together and getting some conclusions. But all of this stuff is is happening. Since Jan Harzan took over MUFON, he's managed to make a huge amount of positive changes, including shoring up the organization, increasing revenue, increasing its reach, increasing a lot of things. I don't think anybody could do a better job, for better or for worse. MUFON is on the move. More to come with Ron James. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. <laughs> Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. It's been said, any society is only three missed meals away from chaos. Those times may be near. Think about it. Our country faces multiple terrorist threats and aggressions from Russia and North Korea. Social unrest and violent marches yet again may lead to looting of stores and city shutdowns. And our crumbling infrastructure leaves our power grid vulnerable to long-term outages from a single cyber attack. When the chaos from any one of these threats arises, the government knows it can't provide during a widespread national emergency. That's why you need your own plan for self-reliance. That's where My Patriot Supply comes in. Get a four-week survival food supply for only $99. That includes breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Order online at preparewithgcn.com. 99 bucks for four weeks of survival food that tastes like homemade cooking and lasts up to 25 years from My Patriot Supply. Get your kits today at preparewithgcn.com. Free shipping is included. Preparewithgcn.com. 
Bart. Time to go for our family walk. <sighs> Just let me nap a little longer. You promised we'd get more active. I know, I know. How come you're so ready to it's go? Superberries Aronia Berries. Aronia what? Aronia Berries from Superberries.com. They're known for having one of the highest levels of antioxidants that helps with overall wellness. Where'd you get them? I ordered them from Superberries.com slash radio. And right now we can get a free smoothie recipe book with our order. Plus we can save $4 at checkout. I can't wait to try them. I'll get the dog. I'll get the kids. <laughs> Choose health. Eat purple. Superberries.com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Are you living your passion? Are you pumped to go to work because you get to talk about or work with or do the things that interest you the most? Is working, playing, and relaxing one and the same? As long as you're working for someone else, you'll never be living entirely true to yourself and your passion. I'm Pharmacist Keith. Let me show you how you can work around your current schedule, create the extra income so you can live your passion. Visit radio.recordedvideo.com. That's radio.recordedvideo.com. Radio.recordedvideo.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Okay, so we're looking to the future that MUFON is trying to expand its horizons. That raises a few questions from a couple of our friends here. So Paul Kimball, you know Paul Kimball? Um, no. Okay, he's a documentary filmmaker from Canada who's been on the show many times, former guest co-host. So he has a couple of questions, and some of these are biting, but let's go into it because they relate to what we've been talking about here. Okay. Let me just preface it one more time that I am not an official spokesperson for MUFON. I can voice my opinion. I'm closely associated, but I'm not qualified to speak for them. Number one, how can MUFON claim to look at the matter scientifically when it appears to accept the ETH as the ET fact? What's your response? Well, I think that if you look at the body of evidence, you know, we did this with the Citizen Hearing on Disclosure, which is Steve Bassett and I put together. He organized it all and, and got the funding for it, and I produced all the media. There's always been a saying in the field that if you were able to take all the evidence to the ET phenomenon and parade it in front of a court of law, that the jury in this case, using the current standards of proof, would have no choice but to find in favor of the existence of the phenomenon. So we believe we did that with the citizen hearing on disclosure. We took a lot of ex-politicians, ex-Congress people, and we put them on the stand and they came in skeptical, they came in unsure. 
But when they left, when we had finished presenting the evidence, they were all unanimous in agreeing that there was something to this phenomenon. So when we say that we're approaching it from a scientific standpoint, but we take the stance that something is absolutely happening, I think there's enough evidence out there that justifies that that position now can we say specifically exactly what's going on like can we say for sure that a certain incident was really et related probably not but at the end of the day there's enough evidence out there that if anybody really took the time to weigh all of it and did it with the same standard of proof that governs our judicial system again if you're doing scientific research into ufos you can say it does appear to be a real phenomenon we'll go with that But then they talk about scientific exploration, but they're advocating ETH. And as a matter of fact, Jan Harzan said on this very program, he was rooting for it. Now, if you're going to do scientific research, you don't reach that a conclusion yet. You first look at the evidence and let's look at all the possibilities. And it looks like from the earliest days with MUFON, it was ETH. You go back as many years as possible, and the general consensus was it's ETH. And it may very well be, but we haven't proven that yet. We can only say something's going on, we don't understand it, and we need to. But if you prejudge the conclusion, doesn't that color your work? I think that the people in the organization are entitled to have whatever personal opinion they want to have. It doesn't change the fact that MUFON is... um in a non-biased manner as much as possible, digesting this information, taking it in, documenting it, and putting it out there. The, all of these field investigators that are out there, you have to understand, they're they're doing it because they have an interest and a belief in the, in the phenomenon. Does that mean that their data is, is wrong? Well, it's the only data out there in a lot of cases. So what could be said about that? The scientific exploration of something and the personal belief in something are two completely different things. And above all, MUFON is an organization of people that believe in this stuff and have seen enough and are curious enough. So I'm not going to say that that to have that position and to, and to get behind those things is a bad thing. Again, people are invited to come in, explore, do their own research and make up their own minds. We're we're back in a situation where it's like, you know, let's let's trash each other while the real enemy, while the real elephant in the room just continues to sit there and fart. Okay, but here's the thing to bear in mind here. Because you disagree with something doesn't mean you're trashing them. You're simply saying this hits me the wrong way. I don't like a policy. That's not trashing. You know, well, responsible we, you know, criticism is you got to criticize yourself. Let me go on here. Okay, because there are a couple of other things I want to mention about Paul's question. And that is, some controversy has arisen about this group called Inner Circle, where people who give $5,000 or more every year, which someone would do that with me, $5,000 or more every year become part of the MUFON Inner Circle. How much influence does this body have with the organization? Okay, I know personally some of the people that are in this inner circle. I work with them a lot. Um, Jan's stance about that is that this is any organization. Like if you pay extra money to Paracast, you can live chat with Gene. How much influence does that put on you to to shape your show? Unfortunately, there is no such feature. But go ahead. <laughs> well, look at look at coast to coast. You know the inner circle thing they have there. The the coast insiders. You get you get you get perks. And what I'm saying is. Anytime you have an organization that is surviving on donations, you have different donation levels and you have different things that you give out for different donations. And most of that is largely what you would call ceremonial. 
like getting an honorary degree from a university. If the idea that there's these backroom cigar-filled smoke conversations happening where policies are being decided out of the public view um, – it's it's just a little bit far fetched. Buffon's not that big, you know. If say if, if somebody wants to make a phone call and say, "Hey, this is my opinion about something," anybody in Buffon can make that phone call. That in fact, one of the things Jan's doing constantly all day is talking to members. So Buffon's run by a board of directors. That's where the decisions are made. If as somebody has influence, yes, but any one person who made a donation is not going to be able to sway the organization in any specific direction. There are 13 members of the Inner Circle. Four of them are present or former international directors of MUFON. Now, I'm not looking at the card or the horse here because I don't know. But if you have a group of high donors, if you look at these donors, the people who are giving the most money to MUFON, and you see almost all the recent directors of the organization in that list, that implies something, even though it may not be true. I don't know about the card or the horse. Well, it may just be when they're looking for a director, they look for somebody who might have the time and be willing to give up a part of their life to do this, in which case they probably ought to have enough money to survive and not depend on MUFON for it. So is it the card or the horse? Why are four out of 13 present or former directors? Because they're passionate people. You know, Jen Harzan came into MUFON making a lot more money than he makes now, okay? He does this because he is genuinely interested in the subject. And to imply that this inner circle has some kind of influence, at the same time previously, we're talking about how MUFON seems to have not really uh, reinvented itself or made any progress in the last X number of years. If there's this mysterious inner circle influencing something, wouldn't you see radical change happening that there's no other explanation for? Nobody is doing anything that really deserves this kind of scrutiny. MUFON is doing the best it can to advance its agenda. It is not funded to any ridiculous amount. And the truth of the matter is, I've seen Jan get run through so many ringers that if it was me, I would have looked at what I'm getting paid and I would have walked a long time ago. He's dedicated to the cause and he has the full support of the people behind him because they understand that. This is not a guy that needs the, the money that he gets paid. He gave up a very lucrative, promising career to go and do this for only one reason, because he's passionate about the subject. Let's do our break here. Ron James and Gene Steinberg are in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. 
Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at FullyCookedBacon.com. FullyCookedBacon.com. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. If you're a sleep apnea sufferer who's on the go, go to your phone. Because if you give us a call right now, you'll be able to try the world's first portable mini CPAP device absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights. It's the Transcend Mini CPAP, an engineering marvel that's as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. Its unique design is so small and so light, you can fit it in your briefcase or purse to use anywhere you go. No more dragging around a big, bulky CPAP. Even better, now you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights by calling minicpap.com, 1-800-441-9833. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. You can also add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. So now you can enjoy the freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere. But don't wait. To receive your 10-night in-home trial, call minicpap.com now. 1-800-441-9833. That's 1-800-441-9833. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to mypillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's mypillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. This is Micah Hanks of the Grayling Report, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. I think the other argument you can make here about the inner circle is does it hold MUFON back because of the fact that you have these people 
who have influence within the organization. That's another thing. All right, but let's leave it there because we can't prove anything one way or the other. Let me just address that. That's an interesting thing. As progress is being made, there's always going to be the so-called old guard that wants to keep things the same. But I think that there's a real openness within the organization now. Uh, I can't speak for the inner circle because, again, I don't really think that those guys are the ones shaping policy. I know that we're going to be live streaming the MUFON Symposium. I know that I am going to be talking to the board about my vision for MUFON TV. I'm not being asked to address the inner circle. I'm being asked to talk to the board. And so if the inner circle was making the decisions, I'd be talking to them. That, so let's leave it at that. How many members of the board are also members of the inner circle? Do you know? No, I, I, I can't answer that. How about the John Ventry issue? Now, he's allowed to hold any opinion he wants. But when somebody is posting on Facebook stuff that's racist, overtly racist, and I read some of it. Yeah. And I come, let me just give you my background as an older guy here. Some of my best friends went to Selma, Alabama with African-Americans to demonstrate for civil rights. As a nice Jewish boy from New York, when I traveled in the South, there were people who believed I slept in coffins at night. So you see Mm. there's some anti-Semitism involved, certainly racist. So when someone posts something, he's representing an organization that's involved in scientific research of UFOs. He appears on a TV show as one of the stars. And now he's doing stuff which may be a distraction but it reflects poorly on the organization. Do you think that Jan Harzan, instead of talking about haters, could have said, you know what, stop it. You know, we're trying to make a good impression out there. Just don't do this. Keep it to yourself. Well, look, you know, political correctness in many topics, including how we address, you know, many societal issues, has progressed very rapidly in just a very short period of time. So opinions, you know, I I read what John said, and I think it's horrible. And that's my opinion. You know, I do a TV show with an African-American, and the two of us are constantly addressing this. The the Ron James Dame Dash show called No Lines. So I have a particular sensitivity towards keeping race relations on the positive end. And there's a lot of people out there that don't agree with that. But I personally believe that it's very important. What happened with with John took a while to sort out because, again, it was new water for the organization. Here's somebody who goes out and makes a statement that is completely unacceptable. Nobody's arguing that. But he's also been a member of the organization for a very long time. He's in a very high position. You can't just knee-jerk response, knock somebody out of that. It took a little bit of time to figure out the appropriate action and to take it. And, you know, John was relieved of his of his director position. And there's a lot of other things politically going on behind the scenes. But it, that, that statement cost him dearly. And the criticism that MUFON got for not reacting faster, I think, is really undeserved. The decision was made within days. And, you know, based on the fact that that was a decision that had to be made um, by not just Jan. Conversations had to be held and consensus needed to be reached before something that drastic could happen. You know, when Fox News, the story about Bill O'Reilly came out about his womanizing, it took Fox News 30 days to finally decide to fire him. Bill O'Reilly was doing this and they paid millions of dollars years ago. He was doing the same thing. The only reason he was fired this time is because they caught him. People were ready to sue. That's why. It happened. If this stuff was kept under the rug as it was 12, 15 years ago, nothing would have come of it. 
If it well, wasn't for if it's kept the lawsuit and all the stuff that rug. took down Roger Ailes, you wouldn't have heard about the problems with Bill O'Reilly. I know, but everybody's entitled to their opinion as long as they keep their opinion out of the public spotlight and they are not reflecting directly on the organization. They can keep their opinion. You can't start censoring people's minds. We're not saying that. The key is here is that you're dealing with a sensitive subject, UFOs, that people, a lot of people think it's pretty wacky as it is. And so maybe you're kind of forced to say, well, you know, hold your tongue. Don't make a big deal of this. Keep it to yourself. And maybe the lesson to Jan Harzan here, to be sensible about it rather than be extreme, is, you know what? You saw this happen. Be very circumspect in the future. Be circumspect about people who speak, even if it's a state director, if it's an on-site investigator. They represent the organization, and you've got to keep the reins on because you're dealing with a sensitive thing. Let them hold their opinion, but when you speak for the organization or seem to, Suddenly, they have to answer for things that they didn't even plan on answering for. Well, I know, but you gotta. You also have to understand that lessons are learned based on circumstances that occur. This is new territory for MUFON to have this kind of thing happen. I think they handled it very well. And for all those people that want to question the influence and power of the inner circle, you know, we're talking about a guy who is on it. And this issue transcended anything he could do to stay on it. So it pretty much shows that whatever you want to attribute to this inner circle thing doesn't really apply because when something egregious was done, status of donation levels and inner circle membership did not apply. He was he was removed in a pretty expedient manner. And if you try to cascade responsibility down through your entire membership that's like the nra saying that somebody just because somebody's a member of the nra we'd now have to police their ability to have free speech i think state directors people in positions of power board members yeah they need to watch what they say but you can't go and police the behavior and the and this and the say and the speech of every single member of the organization i think that in the future there could be guidelines adapted but you know that's like saying that the aarp if you're going to be a member of AARP, you can't say anything that goes against them or you can't say anything politically incorrect. You can only police the opinions of people and the verbiage they say to a certain level within your organization. You can't cap free speech on an entire membership. So I think the John Ventry situation was handled properly. I think it continues to be handled properly. And for all the people that had this outcry, you know, I don't even really understand what it was. The guy said something he shouldn't have said. And you know, there was repercussions. So, case closed. Okay, well, the key here, once again, is it's not the individual members. It's people who are in a position to speak for the organization, a field investigator, a state director, as he was, someone who was one of the stars of the TV show. This is a spokesman for the organization, a spokesperson. And therefore, when they do something that's excessive or improper, that's when it requires the clamping down not when an individual member states but if an individual member starts mouthing off saying i'm a member of mufon and they start giving hate speech where you can say you know what post that stuff as a member of mufon he posted it as an individual yes true but he's already a spokesperson for the organization and no matter what happens there's going to be the connection and that's why it doesn't look good if he wants to say that to his own friends or family Quietly, privately, fine. You're in a public position. He's a public spokesperson. He's a TV star. 
you got to be a little more careful. Nobody disagrees with any of this. You know, things happen. You handle them the best you can. You learn your lessons and you move along and you hopefully apply that. There's been a lot of issues like this that have popped up with people not being happy and people not getting along inside of MUFON and allegations being made. I think they've been overblown. They've been studied. Policies and procedures are and will be put in place that will make these, you know, make situations like this. There'll be a way, a process to handle them. You don't know how you're going to react to a situation until you're in it. And there is not enough time in the day and resources and move on to come up with policies and procedures to react to every little thing that could possibly happen. We're just like, you know, everybody is just growing and learning and experiencing and getting better from learning from the things that happen to them. And so, yeah, there's really no reason to, to just continue um, the kind of negative influx of energy. Okay, Ron, remind your listeners that we have a second radio show after the Paracast. You can only hear it if you are a member of Paracast Plus. And we have Paracast Plus thanks to Ron here. As you see, we disagree on a bunch of things, but he's cool. And therefore, he comes on the show. And we'll take it that way. For more information, go to plus.thepowercast.com. So Chris O'Brien's on special assignment. Gene Steinberg, Ron James, you're in The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that. www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Being self-reliant is about being prepared and to do what you need to have your own source of renewable energy. Portable Solar LLC offers the most powerful EMP-hardened solar system on the market that is transportable from place to place. And the best part, it's very affordable. Contact them at PortableSolarLLC.com or call for details at 972-575-8875. SolArc EMP-hardened solar generator, energy insurance for your family or business. Call Portable Solar LLC today or go to PortableSolarLLC.com to check out their patent-pending technology. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. This is Dan Pillard. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, 
There's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-557-0158. That's 800-557-0158. Again, 800-557-0158. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month. And 347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. This is Kurt Seven, the author of UFO Mysteries, and you're listening to the Paracast. So let's continue, folks. Let's look at the fact that you're going to be streaming the MUFON Symposium. And again, there are criticisms there. Of course. Okay. The criticism is not so much that they have a symposium, but you've got speakers there who appear to be poorly vetted with no reputation for factual accuracy. You have an organization that's putting forth the faith of the member in a means by which they present UFO evidence. And now you've got a bunch of people walking in there about a secret space program. That's what it's all about. Now, I'm not saying don't present information about secret space programs, but if you have an annual symposium and you're bringing people in here and you want to educate them about a phenomenon they should understand, why do you bring a secret space program into it except maybe as a side subject or a secondary subject? And why do you bring speakers who do not have the remotest reputation for any accurate information. Well, again, this is my own opinion. I'm not officially speaking for MUFON, but the case that Jan makes about that is we'll present you this stuff and you can make up your own mind. If you have 10 guys running for president and it doesn't matter what they're saying, if they have made it to the point where they're standing in in that room and they've gotten enough recognition that they are qualified to stand in that room, then if you're having an event that is going to discuss the conversation among these groups, then you invite everybody in the room. Again, we're not endorsing anybody's stories or opinions. Some of these people have gotten to the point where enough people have listened to them, rather you think it's ludicrous or you think there's truth to it, that 
they're welcome to come and state their case. The MUFON Symposium this year is really cool because we're exploring the secret space program from a lot of different angles. The first question that you have to ask is, well, is there a secret space program? Absolutely. I mean, even if it's just a little space plane that goes up and, and flies around for a year and nobody's telling us what it is, that's a secret space program. So are there bases on Mars? Who knows? We are giving people a magnificent opportunity to explore everything from the most conservative looks on the secret space program all the way to what may be considered the most esoteric and extreme. And we are live streaming it around the world for people to watch and make up their own minds. We're not endorsing anybody's story. We're just saying, okay, these are the people that are in this arena right now, like it or not. It's not our opinion. We're not censors. We're, we're taking this group and we're giving them all a platform and a chance to state their case. And also, what's really cool, a chance for people to ask their questions. When someone speaks before an organization, it imparts a greater level of credibility. And the question is, how far do you go with this presentation? Do you next invite Michael Horn, the American representative for Billy Meyer, and let him present something? What about the people who are running a site? that claims that Georgia Damsky's UFO contacts were real when they were exposed 50 years ago. So, okay, well, let, let's look at this. You, you've, you've cited two situations that have been largely debunked completely. The jury's still out on some of these guys. Rather, my opinion, okay, whatever. I'm not even going to voice my opinion. But there has been no absolute... Unfortunately, a lot of these claims are unprovable, so there can't be debunking or verification. But, you know, these are not people that have, have largely fallen from grace with provable distruths. There's a lot of people that think, well, there's there can't be anything to this story. But there's also people that think, well, you know, like I said, due to the nature of reality, anything's possible, I suppose. So there's nobody up there that has been radically debunked to a point where they would be collectively ridiculed. So again, keep an open mind and have fun. You know, the symposium is, is about, at, at the end of the day, it's, it's about entertainment and it's about taking in everything that the topic has to offer, put together a great list of guests. And the idea that some of them are saying things that are pretty extreme, I think that just adds to it. You know, at the end of the day, you don't want to be doing something that's just mundane. We've invited these people to come and step into the the controversy, and are they going to be held accountable for the things that they're saying? Are they going to be asked the tough questions? Maybe here more than anywhere. And so we're serving we're serving the the point and we're we're having fun with it and there's nothing wrong with that okay so your contention here is doesn't matter whether it's true or not let's just look at it and see what we learn but let me ask you a question here that's, then. that's see, not it a lot of this stuff is unprovable so it doesn't matter well, i'm not saying it doesn't matter if it's true or not i'm saying that if somebody's out there saying it and they've got enough people listening to them, then fine. Come and, and say it to us and let us make up our own minds. We're, we're not in the position of saying this person's probably not telling something that's not true. We can't prove it either way. But because we think that, we're going to exclude them even though they're making more um, – they're getting more recognition and spreading more material than anyone else in the field. So – you know, it's we're not the we are not the judges of truth. We are the presenters of opinions, sides, and stories. You, the people out there watching this and taking it in are the judges of their own truth, and we just invite you guys to be that. 
come enjoy it, listen to what everybody has to say and make up your own mind and, and be happy that we were able to present such an unbiased um, presentation without our own opinions about people coming in and, and shaping it. Okay. So it's designed basically as entertainment to fill seats. Well, that's not what I said. I said it's designed to, to be – we're taking all sides of this topic. We're bringing it into one place, and we're presenting it in a way that enables everybody else to make up their own minds. And if that, if, if that happens to be fun and enjoyable, well, you know, shame on us. I think it's good. All right. We can take that either way like that. But the point is here is it fills seats. It is going to be entertaining, I guess. And the only question I would have here is how the public media will react to it. And I'll give you an example of that. As you know, every year we, Chris and I, go to the International UFO Congress in Fountain Hills, Arizona. That's at one of the Native American casinos near Phoenix. And one year there was a story suggesting it was just a place for UFO abductees to commiserate. Now, that year, you had the normal cross-section of UFO opinions, sightings. I think Richard Dolan was talking about UFOs in the national security state, that kind of thing. And there were a few people talking about abductions, such as Kathleen Martin. And the impression of one of the few stories that actually even involved this event was, was just a place for abductees to commiserate, which certainly there were abductees there, but that's not what it was about. It was only a cross-section. So what you see, unfortunately, with the way the press covers the subject is that those with the most extreme beliefs about secret space programs, the ones who are the most sensational in their presentation, guess who's going to be mentioned prominently in that coverage? Does that convey the right impression for MUFON? MUFON wants to scientifically investigate UFOs. So do you have a symposium where you're dealing with something that may not even be related, it could be, may not even be related, and is susceptible to that kind of treatment? Well, maybe, but you know, at the end of the day, information is dispersed to the public, and what the public gloms onto and the media gloms onto is the responsibility of them. The You know, I sat down with Linda Moulton Howe, and we talked about some of this stuff, and is it possible that there's technology that could actually make some of these claims happen? Some people think so. Is it fringe science? Absolutely. But again, it's not our thing. If, if, if we're broadcasting the MUFON symposium and there's one person that people gravitate to, well, we didn't do that. That's the public demanding it. And for us to exclude somebody who's prominent in this subject rather for any reason if they're willing to come and, and, and put their their story on the table for everybody to digest, that we're not censors. So if we say, let's address the secret space program this year, well, who are the top people out there making noise about the secret space program? Okay, those are the ones that are going to come. And the noise they're making, as long as they haven't been proven to be completely um, you know, irrelevant, they're going to be on the invite list. And the fact that they have the nerve to stand in front of this organization and say what they have to say you know, kudos to them. So again, the media is going to choose whatever it wants to choose. If the media wants to say, oh, so-and-so person was at the MUFON symposium. Well, then that's the public choosing what they want to consume. We're giving them a whole buffet. And if they choose to consume something, that's not our fault. 
Well, all right, but they have to know in advance how people are going to react. Certainly, if they have a responsible public information arm, they know that these things can bring certain types of reactions. But I want to ask you in our next segment about Secret Space Program and what you think about it, all right? We have documentary producer Ron James. He's working with MUFON in connection with a video channel But again, he will point out he's not an official spokesperson for the organization. More to come with Gene and Ron. You're in the Paracast. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items. And entails t-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of t-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. If you go to store.theparacast.com, stop by and take a shopping tour. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com. Virtual care anywhere. Everything you've been told about identity theft prevention is a flat-out lie. No one can prevent identity theft. No one. Go to LibertyID.com and use the promo code FREETRIAL for 60 days free. Cancel at any time. Liberty ID is the industry leader in identity theft restoration. Liberty ID fixes the fallout for you. Liberty ID does all the work, but you have to be prepared. Go to LibertyID.com, promo code FREETRIAL, LibertyID.com. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Ron James, Secret Space Program, sir. All right, let's look at secret space programs. Obviously, we know about spy satellites. So that's a secret space program. They launch spy satellites. Any country capable of some kind of space flight launches spy satellites. Russia does. China does. India? Do they do it also? Whatever. We know that's normal. But secret space program in this connection, when we get involved in our field, implies more. What's your impression? You know, I think it's totally subject to opinion. I've looked at this a lot, and there's very few things in the field in the ET phenomenon that I will say I think are 
probable fact, and there's pretty much nothing that I will say is absolute fact from a journalistic standpoint. So when we talk about the secret space program, there is evidence that there was designs on the drawing board for spacefaring craft back as early as after Apollo, during Apollo. It's possible. We know that we have some sort of secret stuff going on in space. Now, is it possible that we have bases on the moon and even Mars and that we have an inner uh, solar system fleet of space-capable ships? I suppose it's possible. I haven't seen anything that proves it to me. Some of the claims beyond that start to get a little far-fetched. I, I don't even venture to state that it might be possible. But again, I can't have a solid opinion. The idea is certainly we know that there's a secret space program. And the idea that we may have some ships up there, I would, I would sign on to that being possible. But I won't say, yeah, I believe it. Um, so, you know, that's kind of my opinion about it. So you don't see any evidence at this point that anything more elaborate is going on? Well, there doesn't really seem to be a lot of evidence. I've talked to a lot of people about it. Um, there's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of stories. But, you know, there doesn't seem to be any kind of solid. There, there's a lot better evidence for other aspects of this phenomenon than there is for uh, extreme deployments of the secret space program. Well, and look at that. Is that an important enough subject then to devote the entire MUFON symposium to? I was thinking you want to do it. Bring on a few people prominent in the area, get a pro or con opinion. But why then, if there's not much evidence of anything more than the spy satellites that you'd expect, that we even have a symposium devoted to it? Because it's the buzzword in the field. And the fact of the matter is that, you know, again, my our opinion is not what's relevant here. Rather or not, I believe in any level of a secret space program does not weigh my decision to investigate it as much as how much of a conversation topic it is in the field that we're in. If a lot of people were talking about rather or not there were uh, buildings on Mars, then we'd probably be looking at devoting a big segment of, a, of an event to is there buildings on Mars. So, okay, so then we bring Richard Hoagland or something. If Richard Ho- – well – you know, Richard Hoagland has things to say, and and some people listen to him. So in the interest of keeping the debate neutral and lively and presenting all sides fairly, anybody who is relevant in the field and has not been largely discredited would be on the potential guest list. And again, I'm not speaking for MUFON. This is just my own personal opinion. When I do my, my media and my shows, if you watch Bigger Questions, I've interviewed a lot of people that I don't necessarily believe everything they say, but I give them their platform and I let my viewers decide. So – Again, I think that's the best approach. And if the secret space program is the buzzword in the field of study of the ET phenomenon, then there's nothing wrong with theming the symposium. Every year, the symposium has a different theme. And, and it's usually based on what's relevant at the time. And that's just, that's just good. So this is the buzz. This is the word. Use this as a means to bring people in who might be interested in the subject. It's a tool, then. You know, it seems like, just trying to find the little plays on words, a lot of people are talking about the secret space program. There's a lot of speculation about it. There's a lot of different opinions about it. And there's a lot of people coming out with things to say, more so than any other element of the study right now. So, yeah, it's not a tool. It is organization doing its job to bring light to the most talked about elements of of the field. If you look at some of our other guests, 
We've got Gary McKinnon. He's coming in from Skype. This is a big deal. This is a guy that says he found stuff on the NASA computers, and the government got mad enough at him to really put him in the hot seat. So he doesn't make these kind of appearances. This is groundbreaking. He's going to come tell his story. Rather you want to believe it or not is irrelevant to the fact that we're presenting him to you. You get to choose. We're just enabling you to view the information. We've got insiders that are going to talk about technology that is real. We've got people that are going to talk about how the technology to create warp drives and travel to the stars is feasible. We've got scientific minds. We've got the speculative minds. And we've got people telling us of wild journeys. It's a great combination of people. It's a fun event. I think it's just designed to really enlighten anybody who wants to watch it. What you choose to believe is is your decision, but it's going to be fun and it's going to be MUFON bringing a good collection of views from all standpoints to the public. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's actually admirable. Secret space program. Well, there you have it. If you're interested, go take a look and see what you think about it. What do you, what do you think of the secret space program? Well, it gets back to the same thing again. Obviously, there are spies going on. Obviously, there are efforts to test technologies, and we accept that's going on. I do think, though, that worries me, this is the thing that really worries me about the space program, is that after the original moonshots, we kind of gave up on everything. I mean, if you look at even the science fiction projections from the 70s and 60s, like 2001, we figured there would be a steady level of advancements in space travel, and we get to Mars, and we get to Saturn, and we get further... But it all stopped after the last moon landing other than the space shuttle. See, and there's a lot of people that think that's a little too convenient. So you can say it all stopped, but the people that are talking about, oh, I believe there's a secret space program, I believe there's a breakaway civilization, they point to that and they say it's kind of odd that at the same time we probably had the ability to design and deploy spacefaring craft. It never happened. We had plans to put a base on the moon. It never happened. We had tons of money disappear into black budgets and nobody knows where it went, but none of these things ever happened. I just have an open mind. And again, I'm aware of the flexible nature of reality enough to know that anything could be true and and maybe it is somewhere in some version of our electric universe. So it's, it's just hard to wrap your head around the possibilities and be open-minded enough to acknowledge them. It's easier to just point fingers at people and go, well, what he says makes sense, what he says isn't true, and be in this state of judgment all the time. At the MUFON Symposium, my purpose, personal purpose, for wanting to live stream it around the world is to share the sense of wonder that comes from imagination and digesting information and stories and then applying them to your own personal experience and taking a journey. And I think that this year's group of people and this year's group of presentations are just going to be mind candy for people that live to create and live to think and explore and wonder. It's just, it's all about expanding your mind and having fun being a human. So there's still an entertainment aspect there, but you hope people will learn something. People will start thinking about things that they didn't think about before. Well, if you're if you're not entertained in some way by everything you explore, then you shouldn't be exploring it. You know, I, I'm I'm a fan of all of this stuff, but, but I'm not doing it with my nose to the grindstone, thinking, oh, you know, why do I want to explore ETs? But it's all extremely entertaining. The whole idea of exploring the unexplained is extremely entertaining. It's there's nothing wrong with that. It's a great way to spend your time. It's a much better way to spend your time than watching, you know 
toilet paper commercials on TV. So if you are entertained by exploring the meaning of our existence, then you're probably a pretty happy person. Okay, so let's go to the next step here. Certainly you're involved in presenting lots and lots of public information about strange things that are going on. So looking at MUFON or any organization, are we now just going to present the ET fact in showing people what's going on? Or do we try to focus on something that's going to appeal to mainstream scientists and say, we've got this weird phenomenon Maybe it's spaceships, maybe it's not. It deserves further explanation. It's not going to be just a few thousand believers. we got more to come with Ron James, documentary producer. I'm Gene Steinberg. Chris O'Brien's on special assignment. You're in the Paracast. Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that. www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Calben Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Everything you've been told about identity theft prevention is a flat-out lie. No one can prevent identity theft. No one. Go to LibertyID.com and use the promo code FREETRIAL for 60 days free. Cancel at any time. Liberty ID is the industry leader in identity theft restoration. Liberty ID fixes the fallout for you. Liberty ID does all the work, but you have to be prepared. Go to LibertyID.com, promo code FREETRIAL, LibertyID.com. 
Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-765-9681 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-765-9681. Again, that's 800-765-9681. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. All right. Before we go on to his response about can we get more mainstream science involved, Ron James, a reminder that we have a second radio show after the Paracast, and you can only hear it if you're a member of Paracast Plus. Go to plus.theparacast.com, P-L-U-S.theparacast.com. We offer a commercial-free version of this show, free of the 41 minutes of network ads, better quality audio, and lots more. Plus.theparacast.com. We also have, neither way, a new YouTube channel, the official Paracast channel on YouTube, slowly populating it with content. So the point I was making, Ron James, is that we're looking here, how do we take all this stuff that's going on and make more of mainstream science pay attention? Well, let's look at the history of science. There is nothing that received scientific validation in the modern world that was not once thought to be completely ludicrous. So we have a funnel system that runs science. It's a big open funnel. A bunch of stuff gets dumped in and down at the bottom, what science is willing to accept comes out. Now, if you're not entertaining the stuff that goes into the funnel, you can't get to the facts. If the people that were talking about the world being round and revolving around the sun were not saying something that was completely outrageous, then science wouldn't have been able to get to the bottom of it and say, well, wait a minute, that's true. Every single scientific validation since the age of science came from a ludicrous claim. Evolution. I mean, I could just go on and on. So right now, the fact that we're serving the entire funnel from the information in to the information out is not a conflict of interest. You cannot have the scientific information without dumping everything into the hopper. So to say 
that you're not serving science by serving speculation is just not correct. We're serving science by serving speculation because I'm not saying that though. I'm not saying that I'm saying, how do you take this towards science? Because we know a lot of times it's difficult to move giant ships. So how do you get more interest? There have been scattered levels of scientific interest in the subject over the years. Certainly Dr. J. Allen Hynek, a traditional scientist and astronomer ended up being very seriously interested in the subject and accepting a very wide range of belief. But he had to accept the evidence and he had to be in a position to see the evidence. And for the most part, at the beginning, he thought it was something that could be explained away. How well, let's do you- think about this for a second. There's an illusion that science isn't addressing the ET issue, but if you were the guardians of this information, the managers of the information, wouldn't you be taking the best scientists and skirting them off into your clandestine program? And they'd be the ones studying the information while the mainstream guys are all saying, oh, yeah, there's nothing to that. We're not studying that. We don't want to study that. You keep the ridicule factor in place. But I guarantee you the best minds in science on this planet are currently engaged in this issue. We just don't know about it. Okay, so the government's doing that. Whatever organization, I don't necessarily believe that it's the government like the president. I think that at some point it was decided that certain information about our existence on this planet would be sequestered from the population and that there would be an organization with very little accountability in place to manage the information. If you look at human nature and how things work, that's not a stretch. So to say that that there's somebody sitting at the CIA that knows all this stuff, I think it's way deeper than that. I'm not going to say, oh, I believe in MJ-12 or any of those things, although I think that something like that is quite possible. But what I am saying is that if there is a phenomenon that needs to be studied, whatever it is, and it needs to be kept from the public attention, there is no shortage of scientific minds that the people that are guarding this information can tap. And once they tap them, they are no longer speaking publicly about what they're doing. So this idea that there's no scientific exploration of of this phenomenon is, I think, naive. I think that there's plenty of scientific explanation of many phenomenons going on, including psychic, including the interdimensional, including the ET phenomenon. I think it's probably one of the biggest fields in science, but the people doing it are not talking. Okay, so there is some group within the government, Major Keogh called it the silence group. But there are people within the government seriously investigating these things, and they will call upon whatever scientific resources they need. And when Donald Rumsfeld, a day before 9-11, talked about a couple of trillion dollars not being available or missing, it's going somewhere. They're not spending, as they say in the movie Independence Day, $750 for toilet seats. That's a lot of money. And, and if, if you want to say, could you build a ship that could be like, like a submarine in space? We have technology. We could do that right now. It's a simple propulsion system, an airtight body, a way of regenerating oxygen supplies. That We could have built that in the 60s. I'm not saying that for sure because I'm not a scientist, but I believe that, that it could have been done. And so I'm not saying it was done, but I'm just saying that the uh, – you know, the, the idea that science isn't studying this field, I think, is completely off. I think that science is studying this field greatly. We just don't know about it. Now, when you go back to the early 50s and the early sightings, one of the things we've talked about in recent episodes of the PowerCast is the possibility of government intervention 
and that some of the things that happened that were strange were really test aircraft. Nick Redfern's talking about the body snatchers in the desert, that Roswell was a result of a failed experiment, human experimentation where people died because we had people there in the government who didn't care how people were impacted. So this possibility here that there was some sort of government involvement, especially in the early years of the UFO field, and possibly ongoing that maybe a certain percentage of some of the key UFO events were not spaceships or paranormal events, but something that belongs to us. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think that's absolutely possible. You know, the thing is, is when when you start to filter your opinion by what you want to be true, that's when you lose your journalistic edge. And so, do I suspect that there was probably an alien um, cause behind the Roswell incident? Sure. Is it possible that what you said is true? Absolutely sure. There's no definitive evidence either way. And so, to state an opinion based on the fact that it's largely unprovable either way at this point, and really glom onto that opinion, that's not the responsibility of a journalist or a presenter. That's the responsibility of, of a researcher or somebody who wants to come out in favor of an opinion. But I'm not that person. Okay. As a matter of fact, you're probably saying nothing dissimilar to what Kevin Randall said in looking at Roswell for the book Roswell in the 21st Century, that he's no longer certain, as he was at one time, about the cause of Roswell. Something happened, but the evidence or possible evidence that alien bodies were seen can't be confirmed. He doesn't see something pointing necessarily to a spaceship, though it could be, that if anything, he's less certain of the Roswell evidence now than before. Not that nothing happened, but that something happened, but I don't know what it is. And maybe at this point it is unknowable unless something happened really strange, and it's been kept under the wraps of secrecy all these years. we got more to come, a couple more segments with Ron James, documentary producer. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Are you one of the 15 million men in the U.S. who suffer from an enlarged prostate, also known as BPH? If your life revolves around finding the closest bathroom, if you're tired of waking up many times at night to urinate, then you need to know about Prostate Miracle. Prostate Miracle contains betacytosterol, which is 3,000 times stronger than saw palmetto. Its effect on BPH has been extensively studied. Find out more and get Prostate Miracle now. Go to ProstateMiracle.com or call 877-965-2140. That's 877-965-2140. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. 
When fresh liquid whey is processed into a dry powder, the special proteins that make up the whey lose their original shapes. They fold in on themselves and lose their functional value. One World Whey undergoes a technological enhancement that we believe restores these potent proteins back to their original shapes the body can use. I chose to try One World Whey first before going to a doctor who would likely only prescribe drugs. To my delight, it worked. After stabbing pain for years, to have it completely gone is a miracle. I'd like to also stress that, for me, it took several months of taking One World Way before I had improvement, and then an entire year for my gut to feel 100% healed. So now I tell my friends, give your body time to make use of the healing power of One World Way. Call 888-988-3325 or visit OneWorldWay.com. That's OneWorld, W-H-E-Y.com. We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light System today complete with two black Berkey elements for only $231 and the Berkey guy will ship your order free of charge. With the purchase of a Berkey light, the Berkey guy is also offering a set of fluoride and arsenic filters for only $39.99. That's over 30% off the retail price. Call the Berkey guy at 1-877-886-3653. That's 1-877-886-3653. Or order online at GoBerkey.com. That's GoBerkey.com today. Have you ever thought you'd like to flip houses but didn't know how or where to get the money? Are you ready to be your own boss so you can start living the good life? Hi, I'm Preston Neely. I used to be so broke. I had my electricity turned off nine times, but I figured out a way to quit my job and find financial freedom in real estate. For a limited time, I want to send you a free copy of my smash hit selling book, How to Get Rich in Real Estate. It shows you how to copy exactly what I did so you can make money from the comfort of your own home without even doing any manual labor. I've already given away 5,000 books and they're going fast. To get one before they're gone, call one 800 958 6936. Listen, if you're sick and tired of stressing about money, this book could change your life. It's short, fun to read, easy to understand, and awesome. To find out how to get your free book while supplies last, call 1-800-958-6936. Call 1-800-958-6936. 1-800-958-6936. Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. In fact, Ron James, there was a book out a couple of years back from James Carrion, former international director of MUFON, as a matter of fact. And he was with them when Robert Bigelow, for a time, was contributing money towards investigation. I'm not going to get into that whole thing. didn't work out so well. He wrote a book called The Rosetta Deception, that the ghost rockets of World War II and thereafter were really designed to spook the Russians. There was no spaceships or paranormal phenomenon there. It was all 
fake news. So you see the point I'm raising here? Sure. Well, when we when we talk about you know Roswell, we know something happened, and when you look at the circumstantial evidence as to why would an extraterrestrial force be in that place at that time, it's kind of coincidental that we have the whole nuclear thing going on, and so some of the some of the circumstantial evidence kind of weighs in favor of there being an extraterrestrial presence, but you could also say, well, no, it was Russian spies. So who knows? I do believe the information is out there. There's some very interesting new information that's surfaced that I can't talk about right now, but I have been um, asked to kind of participate in a Roswell reinvestigation by somebody who's interested in, in seeing a film about some of the later revelations that have come out recently. So Roswell, I say, case not closed. But don't you think, unless there's something really new about it, that people have got to be tired of Roswell at this point. You want to, you know what's really interesting? Roswell, people will say it's been done to death, but do you know that there's never been a definitive feature-length documentary made about Roswell? How so? I mean, there's Roswell been has been covered in documentaries, know, but, but never- that's not necessarily feature-length. Maybe it's a couple of episodes, but that's almost a feature-length. Right. Yeah, there, there's never been an actual documentary film about Roswell. It's all been TV segments, uh, short pieces, but there's never been, uh, and nobody's ever tied it together with everything that's out there right now. There's some information about where Ramey went right after the incident that has surfaced, and there's just a lot of things that are happening that keep the story alive. So, you know, I, I don't know where, where it goes, but I know that there's some new information that is a little bit... It's very interesting. Just say that. Are you aware of the nature of the information or just in general? No, I'm, I'm completely aware of it. I just can't talk about it right now. Let's just hope it's nothing like the Roswell slides I, or I, not yeah, the I'm, Roswell I'm not slides. I'm going there. If there. There's going to be no live stream revelation. I am not in possession of a smoking gun. I am not making any claims. I'm just saying that there's some very interesting information that really adds to the circumstantial evidence that something really extreme happened and that we're investigating it further and that it's going to be part of a, one of my next pieces of work. So, no, I'm not trying to build on real expectations or make claims. Is there a time frame for completing this project? It's still on the drawing boards right now. So with everything I do, because, you know, I don't just make films every once in a while. I also produce an ongoing show. In fact, I do nine different original shows. So I'm very busy. So I can't say, oh, yeah, it's coming out in July of 2017 or whatever. Um, As momentum builds for it and as I become more and more excited about seeing some of this information pan out, it will move closer to the front burner of Ron's media machine. Can we relate what happened at Roswell to the UFO mystery of today? I don't really understand what you mean by that. I mean, okay, so for example, here, if there's a genuine event at Roswell, unexplained, Uh that would be therefore part of the ongoing UFO phenomenon or something else. Yeah, I think that kind of goes without saying. When you, when you say, you know, to the UFO thing today, there's there's a there's a there's a legend or a mythos if you want to call it that. There's a culture, there's a widespread perception. So there's a lot of different aspects to what you could call the UFO phenomenon today. Um, I can tell you right now that the what a lot of people that are hardcore in the in the in the field are not really aware of is that this is the biggest topic circulating through pop culture this is no longer a few guys you know like four thousand people in mufon or a few people that attend a conference history channel did alien 
con and 12,000 people showed up. I've been involved in another conference that's going to be stadium size and it's going, you know, these things are going to be huge. The biggest shows on television of this genre are the ET shows. Ancient Aliens is, gar- is garnering more views than ever. The millennials and the younger generation coming up are addressing this issue in a completely different manner than we did. They are completely convinced, take it as a given, that there's life in outer space. Nobody's arguing that anymore. Even our science is saying, yeah, there's, there's got to be life out there. You know, a, a while back, science was saying, now nah, we're probably alone. So we're this whole next generation of humans is growing up aware that they might now all have different opinions and different viewpoints as to what that life is and what its interaction with planet Earth is. But there's very few kids out there now that are that are coming up that are going to say, oh, yeah, there's no aliens. That's that's tinfoil hat stuff. They all know it. And they all understand it on an intuitive level. And if you listen to enough people, heck, they, they could be hybrids themselves. So <laughs> it's what we're seeing is that this traditional ufology, as we call it, is being outstripped by a more mainstream recognition. And there is no ridicule factor going on right now among the kids that are talking about these topics. And there's a lot of young kids that are really excited about this stuff. And even more, cross-culturally, it's a huge issue. You know, for people that think that that the study of the ET field is is, gener- is limited to certain nationalities and certain cultures, it's not. It's worldwide. And it doesn't matter what color you are, what religion you are, there's an interest in it. So we have a whole new generation coming up where the existence in of life in outer space is a given. The existence, the, the fact that we have probably not been told the truth by the people that possess it is a given. And the fact that sooner or later we're going to find out the answer is a given. And so there's almost this this level of patience at this point because we already know. You know, we don't have the details, but we already know. And that is more prevalent in the younger generations than it is in our generation, and that's what we're facing. In, in 20 years, we're going to have a world where it's it's a given that there's life in outer space. And in 20 years, we're probably going to have proof that there's life in outer space. We might have it in 20 months with, with Kepler. So the, the field of ufology as we have traditionally looked at it is going to evolve to the point where it is no longer a field. It's a part of life as a human being. And that that's where we're headed. And so that's why I, I, I just have to laugh at all this infighting that happens in this field with, oh, well, I believe, you know, aliens are killing cows. No, it can't be that. It's something else. It's like, chill out, people. It's, that's not the point. <laughs> the point is it's good. there's something going on. We're going to find out what it is. And our next generation, our children already know on an intuitive level that we are part of a galactic family. And why they know that? is open to speculation. Let but, me ask you a question then. And I've talked to my son, who's 31, so maybe he's a bit too old. And he's read some UFO books, and he's aware of what I do, and he's gone to UFO conventions with me. But when you go to a place like the International UFO Congress, mm-hmm. and you look at the people attending, and they're all mostly over 50. Yeah. Oldsters. And then we have this young interest and you look at this and you look at all these UFO events, and I bet the same thing is going to be true about the MUFON Symposium, though possibly the secret space program will get some younger people. You wonder here, 150,000 people will certainly go to a Comic-Con in San Diego, but we can't get 1,000 people, if we're lucky, to come to a UFO conference except maybe contact in the desert or something like that. And maybe in our final segment, 
Let's look at that and that interest. So if there is an innate interest among millennials that some fascinating things are out there, life is out there, maybe it relates to UFOs, maybe it doesn't, but certainly a lot of fascinating things may come out in the years ahead. And we can talk briefly about disclosure. But whatever, the key here is how does the UFO field attract them? How do they, or do we just die off, which will be less time for me than for you, Ron. We just die off, let the next generation take over, and they'll figure it out for themselves. We've got Ron James going to be around for a few years. Gene Steinberg going to be around maybe for a few less years. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. You know you're being lied to about space. The MUFON 2017 Symposium gives you the tools to discern. Our speaker lineup and the things they share will blow you away. Is there a secret space program? Find out from aerospace insiders like Bill Tompkins and Robert Wood. What did Gary McKinnon find on NASA computers? Is warp drive for real? James Woodward knows. Do we have our own fleet of spaceships? Corey Good says yes. He's live and in person. It all happens Friday through Sunday, July 21st through the 23rd at the JW Marriott in Las Vegas, Nevada. Seats are still available, but only a few. If you can't attend, buy the live stream. It includes a year of MUFON television. This is MUFON's most intense symposium ever. Join us there or on the stream, but don't miss it. What is the secret space program? Let's investigate. Go to MUFONSymposium.com. That's M-U-F-O-N Symposium.com. M-U-F-O-N Symposium.com. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow, a new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Are you looking to become more self-sufficient? Then you need to have your own energy source. The Solark EMP Hardened Generator is automatic, maintenance-free, and reduces your monthly electric bill. You can also take it off-grid when you go camping. Contact PortableSolarLLC.com or call for details at 972-575-8875 today. Portable Solar LLC gives you everything you need to start using solar energy in less than one hour. Solark EMP Hardened Solar Generator Energy Insurance. For your family or business, call Portable Solar LLC today. 
It's about time something new came along for better selling and buying online. And I found it. What now, Marge? It's buysellmakeoffer.com. Never heard of it. It's a brand new company. That's why you've never heard of it. It's the newest and best way to sell any products online. I did all the research. Sell my car? Yes. Our home? Yep. My golf bag? Your golf clubs. All of them. How about your purse collection hoard? Hey, now. You said any product. Right. I did. Hmm. We get 30 days free. And membership is only $9.95. Yep. And buysellmakeoffer.com will never charge item fees ever. Hmm. Never. And this is cool. Listen to this. You can even use Skype or video to show your items. That's cool. Yes. All we have to do is go to the website, sign up, and then load our stuff to sell. I love this site. Buysellmakeoffer.com. Buysellmakeoffer.com. You got it? Buysellmakeoffer.com. Buy, sell, makeoffer.com better selling better buying maybe not today maybe not tomorrow but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive forget bunkers you're not a live underground gopher you need survivalist camps the ultimate fully functional off-the-grid mobile survival bug out house that's well equipped and custom built to outlast any other rv or trailer bold statement you bet see them now at survivalistcamps.com that's survivalistcamps.com trust your family's survival to survivalistcamps.com This is Jacques Vallée. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. I'm fatalistic, ladies and gentlemen, because we had that auto accident on the 19th of June where the car was demolished and because of a very safe car, and because of seatbelts and airbags that worked, unlike Takata airbags, I'm still here. A little bruised inside, but I'm still here. Okay, so the point being here is, does this more encompassing approach taken by MUFON do it? What do we do to get these kids to look at what we're doing and get interested or just make it their own? Well, the thing is, is that this old paradigm is not attractive to them because they don't operate within it. And it's not just in this field. Anytime you're trying to sell the next generation the way you did it in your generation, you're going to fall flat on your face. The kids that are growing up now, for one thing, they're not questioning the ET thing. They know it. And with that comes an innate sense of patience. They're not demanding the truth because they know sooner or later they're going to get the truth. It's a whole different mindset. If they want the information, they don't have to go to a conference. They just have to go to their phone. Everything's there. So the idea that you're going to get a bunch of people to come to this, pop culture conferences like Comic-Con attract people because the kids get to come and interact with their stars and their worlds and their pop culture entertainment. And that's why you can get that many people at an event like that. This is a different field. This is a specialized field. You know, there's a lot of really important stuff out there that does not attract tens of thousands of people to a public forum. And so, you know, you cite Comic-Con as an example, sure, but it has a pop culture element. The ET field isn't like that. This addresses existence. When you already know innately and you've already seen enough evidence and you already know that you're not being told the truth and you pretty much know that there's nothing you can do about it until somebody decides to tell you the truth, with that comes a patient resignation. And when I say resignation, I don't mean disinterest. I mean, okay, 
we know it already. By the time you tell us, we're going to know it already. By the time it becomes relevant to us in our daily lives, we're certainly going to know it. So we're moving on. We're interested in the topic, but we know it. It's like you can spend your whole life trying to prove that if you cook escargot a certain way, it's going to taste really great. But once you taste escargot in a certain way and it tasted really great, then you're not obsessed with it anymore. So when you're crying out for proof and you're part of that movement, demanding, 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 and and wanting to know and investigating and trying to figure it out, and that's been your passion for your whole life, well, what you don't realize is that your work has created an environment where you've made your case. You've made your case to the next generation and they get it. Now they're just like, okay, we get it. We understand. It's a whole different mindset. And when the truth, the mindset of of our kids, and the evolution of human consciousness all comes together, there is going to be nobody in that generation that goes, what do you mean there's aliens? I had no idea. They're all going to be like, yeah, you know, we've been waiting for you to tell us. And again, when it becomes relevant to their lives in such a way that, hey, we can join the intergalactic space fleet and go do trade programs on other planets, that's when it'll be front and center. So then there will be no formal disclosure. It's just going to be these kids will take the oncoming events as they get older, embrace them and be aware of what's going on. I can't say for sure. You know, I've worked very closely with Steve Bassett. He's my one of my best friends. I believe wholeheartedly in the work that he's doing because I think that it absolutely has to be done. The big D disclosure where a, a political president steps up with two gray aliens, will that happen? I don't know. Some kind of disclosure is obviously going to have to happen. We've been getting the slow drip of disclosure, but at the end of the day, anybody who's paying any attention to this subject knows what's going on, at least to a reasonable level, and then they take their intuitive sense and they see what resonates for them, and that's where they derive their standpoint. There is no shortage of information. Nobody is being denied the truth at this point in time, and anybody who's really interested can go out and get it. In my opinion, disclosures already happened. The rest is details. And that's how I finished up my last documentary, The Disclosure Dialogues. Do we need the body politic to come in and admit it? It's going to have to obviously happen sooner or later, but it's going to happen on their terms. You know, there's going to be probably a generation skipped before there's real disclosure because we have a situation where there's a lot of people that are going to be accountable for the crimes against humanity that come from guarding this truth, hiding this technology, and keeping it from us while we still have guys dying in rocket ships. So there's a lot of implications. Okay, so you're saying there is evidence by whatever agencies are responsible that we have advanced technology. That goes back to the secret space program, though, because if we have that technology, we surely would be testing it. Absolutely. There's strong evidence for anti-gravitic propulsion, patents issued. There's strong evidence for vast underground tunnels, tunnel boring machines, nuclear-powered tunnel boring machines that were patented, designed, and supposedly never deployed. You know, like I said, it's a soup of stuff. The possibilities are endless. But when we talk about the next generation and the kids coming up, I'm just saying that I believe that they know intuitively that the secret will be revealed when it's time to be revealed. They know that there is a secret, and that's why you don't see this rabid approach to the topic coming out the way we did it, because we were directly lied to and we were directly deceived. We were there looking at something, being told it didn't happen. That had a different effect on the people that are in this field today than it has 
on people that are going to enter this field. And if you look at YouTube, you're going to see there's a lot of young people that are that are talking about this stuff. So it's not like it's people have lost interest. They're just talking about it their way. Kudos to them because they're the ones that are going to usher the proof of this information into the fate of humanity. Okay, so Stephen Bassett can go back and get a life. <laughs> That's funny. Stephen Bassett has actually crashed on my couch right now. He just waved. No, because the work that Steve's done has been vitally important. Do you, do you realize that if you look at just what PRG accomplished up until the election, hundreds of articles published about Hillary and the ET connection, no matter what the results of that are, it is important work that primed the pumps for what's going on. Steve still hasn't given up on disclosure. And the idea that maybe if we can't get the president we have right now to do it, there's some possibilities for disclosure by foreign governments. Don't give up on big D disclosure because it could happen, especially if the hand is forced by the invisible powers. At the end of the day, the existence of extraterrestrials may become so obvious that if we don't cop to something, it's just going to get left in the exhaust. That's predicated on the belief that this is an ET phenomenon and not something really, really far stranger than that. Ron James, would you tell our listeners, please, if they want to know more about the work you're doing, about your different film projects, where do they go to check you out? Well, they can go to MUFONtelevision.com. If you want to check out the MUFON Symposium live stream, which... Whether you love it or hate it, I think you should definitely log on and check it out because it's going to be cool. It does cost money, of course, but you can find more information about that at MUFONSymposium.com. And then let's see what else. Oh, my YouTube channel. I put a lot of stuff out there for free. Um, so if you just go to Ivolve TV, that's I-L-V-O-L-V-E TV. That's the name of the YouTube channel. All of my bigger question shows are on there for free. I make these shows. I don't charge anything. I don't make anything. I have to float the studio. I have to pay all the costs of doing it. And I'm not asking for anything. This is just what I do. I, I love doing it. So those are the three things. But MUFONSymposium.com if you want to support our work. And, you know, really, let's where MUFON's concerned and where the ET field is concerned and where all of this is concerned, let's quit picking on each other. Let's look to the future and let's make the most important question facing humanity come closer to resolution together. That's what I'd like to leave you with. You can find us on Twitter. Look for the Paracast. Look for the official Paracast channel on YouTube. I'm going to ask Ron how we could make that even better. The official Paracast channel on YouTube. Look for two official Paracast fan clubs. We like to make them official on Facebook. We also have that other radio show. After the Paracast, it's available only. If you're a subscriber to the Paracast Plus, for more information, go to plus dot theparacast.com. That's plus.theparacast.com. In addition to After the Paracast, which is one of these unscripted, uninhibited radio shows with special guests and commentary, you get the commercial-free version of this show. You also get videos and other content. Plus.theparacast.com. Ron James, a lot of fun to talk to you and debate with you and look into the issues, and we look forward to continuing this conversation. Thank you for joining us on the Paracast. Thanks, Gene. And I'd like to tell everybody out there that watches my media, I will never bring you a fake mummy and say it's an alien.
The Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast. <laughs>